instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, howdy there, folks. Happy Tuesday, and thanks for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, and today, looking forward to having a fun conversation with a guy who's running for city council out in California. But before we get there, want to go ahead and give a shout out to today's sponsor, and that is Young Americans for Liberty. Head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash Y-A-L and join our awesome friends over at Young Americans for Liberty. Young Americans for Liberty, they are currently recruiting campaign field staff to help elect pro-liberty candidates across the country as part of Operation Win at the Door. These principal candidates are dedicated to fighting for gun rights, keeping our troops home, parental rights and education, criminal justice reform, ending our senseless spending, and many other winning liberty policies. And when I say winning, I mean it. Their work speaks for itself. These are the guys that passed constitutional carry in Indiana, Texas, and Alabama, fought the lockdowns every step of the way, all while helping make liberty win. So, You want to help make a difference and get Liberty candidates elected across the country? Well, if you want to be a part of this amazing team and actually fight to help make an impact in our insane political climate here in 2022, you can join one of these campaigns across the country now through November 8th, gas covered, housing fully provided, and you'll be compensated a total of $2,800 a month for your work on the campaign trail. How about that? Get paid for helping win, uh, make Liberty win. Go to briannicholshow.com forward slash Y-A-L to apply and make a real change in this country today. One more time, that's briannicholshow.com forward slash Y-A-L. Let's make Liberty win. All right, folks, uh, looking forward to today's conversation. I teased it there. Yes, we're going to go ahead and uh, introduce one of our guests today who's running for city council. And uh, why not go ahead and let him introduce himself? Check out this uh, quick uh, 43-second video over on YouTube. Uh, This is our good friend, Roger Cohen. Oh, here we go. My screen will let me play. Hello, Redlands. My name is Roger Cohen, and I'm running for Redland City Council District 1. I'm standing here at the site of a $30 million home key project which could perpetuate systemic poverty, neglect women with children, and target those who are most at risk for health disease, all because of poor planning. The American Lung Association suggests that adults who live this close to freeways are at a greater risk for asthma, bronchial disease, and dementia. This election, I ask for your support in order to bring better planning to our community. There are better ways to help people than the previous council has done. Please support Cohen for Redland City Council District 1. All right. Was that compelling? I hope so. To make his case, Roger Cohen, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you so much for the invitation and being here today. I am grateful to you. Absolutely. Roger, I'm appreciative to have you on the program. I always love having phenomenal guests who can uh, promote the amazing things they're doing. Specifically, you're running for city council out in the Redlands. But before we get there, I want to get to know you, and I'm sure the audience does as well. So uh, do us a favor, introduce yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience, and what on earth got you wanting to go ahead and run for office with a big L next to your name? So... I have for a very long time affiliated as a libertarian in my heart. So I was born in Texas, and at the heart of being in Texas, I needed to have that individual liberty and freedom uh, to which became part of my ethos in life. 
growing up, I went to the University of Texas, went to law school, ended up joining the military, became a veteran. And then that libertarian idea of doing no harm to other people has resonated in my life after a military career to which I carry that mantra to help other people by doing no harm. Uh, I end up um, living and uh, doing two more, uh, three more master's degrees and a PhD in ethics and political science. So that's what I do now is I teach political science and I carry on the idea that we have better ways to do things other than what the left and what the right provides. So that's me in a nutshell um, in Redlands, California, looking at local policies and saying, how can we do this better? How can we do this with a free market approach? And how can we do things as uh, libertarians better, more efficient, and of course, um, healthier for the people in the community? Yep, as you articulated there in your video, and I'm not meaning to start things off, you know, here Brian goes on his soapbox now, but no, truly, I, th I think there is um, there is value in leading with principles, but I think your average person, they're, they're not so much concerned with the principles as they are the outcome of said principles, right? People don't want to believe in an ism. People want to see that their problems they see before them are actually getting taken care of, and right now, a lot of people are looking around realizing that the solutions that have been put forth by the, the red team and the blue team, they're not really actually solving the problems. And, and I think that's where not only do we have an avenue to, to actually, you know, enter into the conversation truly with real solutions, but to your point is there are new ideas and they're ideas that work. And we know they work because of the principles. So I think it's so important for us to make sure that we are, when we're, re we're reaching out to new people and we're bringing them into the movement that we're not principling them to death. We're not good ideaing them to death, but rather we're actually, <laughs> Folks, I'm sorry, meet people where they're at on the issues they care about because at the end of the day, that's what's going to win them over. It's going to be the emotional trigger that gets them to say, ooh, tell me more, and then on us to uncover what was it that got them to, to want them to learn more and make sure that when we're bringing our solution forward, we're tying the meaning of the value that that solution brings to the problem that they were facing and make it real. That's me on my soapbox. Sorry, I'll, I'll turn things back over to the candidate, Roger. Uh, so I love that soapbox. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so talk to us. Um, you're out there. Obviously, you're you're talking to can uh, folks uh, face to face every single day. And I'm, yeah. you know, I, I just had uh, yesterday. We had Gavin Goodman on the program. He's running for uh, Congress down there in Alabama. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. we hear it all the time: cost of living, uh, living supply chain. If you're a business owner, it's impacting everybody still. Uh, I, I just had a call today. Um, I was giving you my my woes of my uh, nonstop calls I had today. Uh, but I had a, one one situation where uh, you know the phones that we were looking to get for this one customer have been on back order literally for months. Uh, so we're at a point now where you're seeing the, the long-term implications of the COVID lockdowns and, and frankly, the insane uh, government response to uh, the COVID-19 that has made what we're experiencing today even worse than it would have been if, if it had just government just stayed away. So what are you hearing though? I, I don't mean to make it maybe a big issue because obviously Redlands, California, you're going to be focusing more on specific issues for city council. So maybe let's focus on Redlands specifically, um, from your perspective, what are you hearing from voters? So I, uh, to back that up and qualify that, I put out two books. The second one's coming out really soon. The first one is I chose to do that. I took four issues and said, what are problems in California? Uh, and I took a bid as a libertarian for assembly, and I, you know, I pulled 3.5% of the vote. It wasn't like... Um, you know, I, I did phenomenal. Then I said, well, okay, locally, what can I do as a libertarian to change the grassroots? In Redlands, we have a massive problem with crime and homelessness. 
the left and the right offer solutions. So right now in California, we spend a lot of money on left policies, and one of them is called Project Homekeep. It's where the state of California will fund buying, um, let's say, rundown hotels, and then use those to convert to create a solution to homelessness, crime. Which and those sounds great. It sounds great if you just want to round up everyone and throw them in a single place and then forget about them and say, here I put all the people that don't fit in in society and we're just going to put them way over there in a commercial zone and not care about their health or wealth. And we're going to say it's for their health and we're going to provide mental health (laughs) services and referrals. It is one of the most discriminatory things I believe that the left can do in California. It is targeting people through systemic racism and decreasing their diversity in the community and decreasing their opportunity to become part of an economic solution for California. We're saying we're going to dump $30 million of your money, taxpayers' money, and we're going to take people and put them, and in the case of Redlands, as you just saw, 30 feet from a, a freeway system. Now, what that screams to me is two things. People who say diversity don't understand what diversity means. <laughs> Libertarianism offers diversity. It says, I'll do you no harm. I'm not going to create a policy that separates you and makes you part of an idea that you're a pariah of society. Libertarianism, a free market solution, we will take the homeless people and we can integrate people back into society without being um, discriminatory in our policies. The second thing that the left is unfortunately doing is that they think that we could tax and just dump money into problems and not allow the the, uh, the free markets to, to solve it. So we don't change fundamental problems in California around permitting, around zoning restrictions, and we allow the state to control private property rights so that the free market can't step in to solve the most fundamental crisis in California's history, affordable housing. It goes back systemically for generations, creating discriminatory policies that go back multiple generations, and it's being perpetuated by the left because of poor planning. They don't understand what they're doing. They think that dump $30 million and round up everyone's poor, that solves a problem, but it generationally creates more problems. We see the problems in communities all around California where ethnocentric communities become generationally entrapped in poverty, not allowing the free market to change and help people out. In the world of wine, there are so many choices, and that's why Blood of Tyrants Wine has tyrants losing their heads. Whether you're looking for a new go-to at home or want to impress your friends at a party, Blood of Tyrants Wine has you covered. And if you're trying to get rid of some pesky tyrants in your life, well, we've got that covered too. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash wine and get $5 off your order. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash wine. Free men don't ask permission, so take a sip. You'll be glad you did. Yep. Well, and I, I, I said, it sounds like a great idea, obviously, tongue-in-cheek, because this goes back to the, the just, it, it, you, you see it across the board when our friends in, in both parties think that all you have to do is just get your team in control of the government, and then you can fix it, right? And, and, and I get more frustrated, frankly, with my friends on the right, because you're supposed to know better, right? Like, like we know, we see that government is inefficient in 
every means, but then all of a sudden when you take control, it's like, well, we're going to do it better this time. Good luck. Like, no, this is inherently the problem with government and central planning. And to your point, the free market answers a lot of the questions that the left sees as problems. I'll give an example. Uh, I went to, so I'm out here in Indiana now, but I was out visiting the uh, the old HQ for the, the day job back in July. And uh, when I was, I sat down in the CEO's office and we were chatting for a while, catching back up and uh, something came up and, and it was, you know, brought up that there was a, a meeting he had had with uh, some folks um, who were like in this masterminds group. And it was talking about the importance of top-down equity and, and, you know, making sure you go out and you hire people based on who, you know, what, who they are in their demographics versus you know, their qualifications. And he, 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 he stood up and adamantly said, absolutely not. Not only do I not agree with that, but you know what? I'll give you a case study. My company, you look at my company, we don't have these metrics or quotas put in place, but what's happened? The company is over 60% female. The company has over 25, 30% minorities, folks uh, ranging from, you know, folks who are from Pakistan, uh, Puerto Rico, Chile, uh, who are working for this company. And, and you know what? It was entirely spontaneous and it just happened because the best people came to, to the job. And it wasn't, you know, out of, out of, you know, trying to find those people, those people gravitated towards us. So, Going back to your point, yeah, if you let the market work, if you let the meritocracy, if you let value be value and and don't screw with it, but, you know, using the, the thumb of government, then you can actually see a lot of the problems the left identifies will almost instantly overnight get rectified. Just let, let the market run its course. Perfect scenario in solving the homeless crisis in California. We harbor much of the homelessness of the nation not just because it's beautiful beaches and good weather. I mean, it's 110 degrees here. Today. <laughs> Horrible, you know? No thanks. But, you know, it, it, it's okay. It'll, it'll, it'll rain soon and we'll solve our problems. We won't even talk about the water mismanagement crisis of California. We won't even go there on how we've, how we've fumbled that football. But individual liberties and freedoms. If you're homeless in this, in this city uh, of Redland, that's exactly where I'm running, and you now become a part of this transition program set up by the Home Key Project of California. Not only if you lost your identity, the, meaning the personhood of who you are, if your name is Bob, you now are placed in this transitional housing. Uh, it, 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 it beyond blows my mind that people think that in an area without um, a housing solution that we could create a transitional housing policy um, that's equitable and has human dignity when uh, we place the people in a commercial zone. Uh, I don't know about you, Brian, but if, 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 if you just rounded up every person that you didn't like in your neighborhood and you placed them in a hotel on the other side of town in the commercial zone next to all the strip clubs and the fast food joints and said, good luck getting a job, those are your two opportunities, I think most people would step back and go, wait a minute, who's doing this? What is the policy mm -hmm. behind this? the name of diversity and equity? It's a fail. It's a massive fail for the policy planners, not just of Redlands, but also of the state of California. Whoever is deciding that this is an equitable policy, it needs to be stopped now. It's, it's spreading nationwide as the golden child for homeless policy solutions, and it won't. Historically, California has separated uh, up until the Civil Rights Act 1964 and Voting Rights Act of 65, 
uh, people in California were segregated by color, of course. And there were certain cities in California, like Torrance, California, that said people of color could not stay in the in the uh, past dark. And that property inequality has been perpetuated through zoning regulations. So to this day, you have people groups who have to live in certain areas because of house affordability. This city is one of those that perpetuates unknown systemic racism. When the libertarian free market concept of allowing property owners to use their properties the way they want, giving more zoning, allowing properties to build more ADUs or build a second and third homes or utilize properties the way they want, you will solve the crisis of housing policy problems in California. But when you have restrictive zoning that says you can't build onto those areas and you can't utilize the property the way you as a property owner are entitled to, it forces people, it forces your lower socioeconomic groups into only areas that they can afford. And it generationally will generationally will perpetuate systemic poverty and discriminatory practices. Dumping $30 million into that zone just unfortunately will make poverty worse for people and it will perpetuate that generational gap of access to good education, good health, and good jobs. Well, and you know what we just uh, talked about here? It's the danger of do-something no, uh, do politics. Uh, yeah. I mean, this this is exactly why, you know, you see Elizabeth Warren back with, uh, what was it, net neutrality? You want people to die. You see this with COVID. Oh, you don't support the, you know, it's one point something trillion dollar stimulus bill. Well, you just want people to die, right? And, and, and this has been the mentality. Well, we have to do something, right? And and you see this 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 ambition, this desire to do something. And man, I get it, right? Like in, in sales, I would teach this to my sales team all day long. What do we know sales? Fear and love. And what's going to be the number one thing to get people to jump on board? Fear. The fear of what's, what's the worst case scenario. And in this case, it's always been pushed. You want people to die. Well, guess what? Now the impacts of the actual policies that were supposed to stop people from dying are actually causing death. They're causing mayhem. They're causing unexpected or unintended consequences, but at the end of the day, were they unexpected? And and then it turns into, you know, hey, we, we have better solutions. And now I think it's it's time for us to offer those better solutions. And man, I don't know, Roger, I, I don't know if you're seeing it in California of all places. I know I'm seeing it now, finally, uh, now I'm out of Philadelphia, but like people are demanding some, some different ways of doing things. And especially in areas that are more open to doing things in a more different way of doing things. And I'd say it's going to be more of your red states just predominantly because maybe they're more pro-liberty just by the the kind of, you know, the, the sentiments of what we offer. It, you know, hey, our message is very 1776. And that's good. I think that speaks to that audience. That's our, that's kind of our market, but there's a, another market. It's a market of people who they're politically apathetic and they've just kind of gone along to get along. And now they're getting impacted. I, I've been saying this for a while, folks, and darn it, I hate to say I told you so, but you know what? What have I said? If you don't get involved with politics, politics is going to get involved with you. And now you're finding out what happens when you, you, you sit on the sidelines and you just watch the game. Politics is not a spectator sport. You're going to get involved. You're paying your taxes. Your business got shut down. You were deemed non-essential. I'm sorry. Like, if you want things to get better, it requires you to get involved. It requires you to elect people like Roger, uh, like Gavin, like Hector, all these different libertarians that we've had in the show. And it requires you to vote different. It requires you to take a step and and get out of your comfort zone, get away from the status quo and embrace a new solution. So with that being said, Roger, do us a favor. Please go ahead and uh, direct folks where they can go ahead and follow you, learn more about your campaign. And the most important thing, send you those sweet dollar bills where they can. Roger, the floor is yours. 
Hey, I appreciate each and every person who wants to reach out the name of Liberty. First, follow me on Twitter, Roger, the number four Redlands uh, at Twitter, and um, you'll be able to follow me there. Uh, I think Elon Musk might have identified a lot of bot problems out on on there. Uh, so if you stay away from um, uh, from Twitter, Cohen4Redlands.com, there's a donate link. I highly appreciate anything that you can give towards the, this cause. $5 goes a long way. If you really want to talk about spreading the message of liberty, um, on Amazon, you could find all of my books. Uh, I'm a multiple authors on textbooks. California public policy books, but uh, is these books I have on the free market solution for housing problems. I promise you all of America that the problems of California are coming to you. The oh. Redlands is a, is a, has put forward one of the most progressive uh, landlord protection, tenant protection rights, uh, landlord, anti-landlord rights, giving $4,000 to every tenant who's evicted from a landlord. And this is a nationwide model that's going to take us backwards uh, for property owners, but also for rights of people who are now going to be disenfranchised. So help me protect the rest of America, because we have policies here that are coming out so liberal that they're just going to spread across America like a virus. And they're going to disintegrate the individual rights of Americans around the nation. And who knew that you could do your part, folks, by stopping the advancement of progressivism and leftism by helping support a guy running for city council out in Redlands, California? How about that? Well, folks, if you enjoyed today's episode, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Number one, go ahead and give today's episode a share. When you do, please go ahead and tag yours truly. Also, go ahead and give Roger a tag as well. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, tell Roger. Go ahead and give him a shout. And of course, make sure you tell him you heard him here on The Brian Nichols Show. And then also, by the way, folks, hey, are you getting value from what we're doing here at The Brian Nichols Show? I certainly hope so. So if you are, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor now. Uh, number one, please, if you want to become a super fan, head over to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. Join our Patreon. It's only $5 a month. And if I think The Brian Nichols Show, five days a week, uh, is worth $5 a month. And if you've been you know, joining us here and growing along with us as we've been reaching tens of thousands of folks here over the past four years, and now we're reaching programs like we were on Tim Pool. Tim Pool of all people. And we're talking to, at that point, hundreds of thousands of people. Mind blown. Uh, hey, if you're getting value and you think that what we're doing here at the program, helping sell liberty, meeting people where they're at on the issues they care about, if you think we're doing a good job, $5 a month. Or if you, hey, you know what? You want to make a one-time PayPal donation? $5, $20, bucks, 100 bucks, anything. It goes right back into what we're doing here at the Mission of the Brian Nichols Show. Not just meeting people where they're at on the issues they care about, but also helping folks, leaving them educated, enlightened, and informed. Uh, with that being said, Roger, any final thoughts for the audience today? Thank you. Spread liberty and uh, do harm to no other people. Amen. All right. Well, folks, if you, again, enjoyed today's episode, please go ahead and give it a share. And if you're over on your podcast uh, app, all you got to do, click the artwork in your podcast catch. It'll bring you right over to briannicholshow.com where you can find all 575 plus other episodes from over four and a half years of programming. And by the way, for today's episode, the entire transcript is available over at briannicholshow.com. Plus, you can find us over on YouTube and on Odyssey. When you're there, make sure you hit the subscribe button and little notification bell so you don't miss a single time we go live. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Roger Cohen. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. 
enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to The Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network.